Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We would like to acknowledge the Turbul and Yagara people as the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet. And we would like to pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Hi everyone, this is Talia just jumping in in the edit, uh, just letting you guys know uh, that I am triggering content warning uh, this series for uh, general transphobia um, and discussions of assault. Um, so take care of yourselves. Dr. Scott Rocky. Brad. Janet. Dr. Scott Rocky. Brad. Janet. Dr. Scott Rocky. I'm in hell. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. And welcome. If you're binging, that should have been seamless. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> we switched it up just a little. A little. Good Lord. Hi, everyone. And welcome to General Queries, a podcast about the Brisbane queer scene. I am your tortured artist host. <laughs> Um, you know, you know the old thing of like, um, you one day you will write poetry about it, but first you must survive it. They were talking specifically about <laughs> that moment. experience. Yeah, this, this moment, yeah. they were talking about me in I this cannot moment. Cannot wait for the poetry and Thank the beautiful you. words that come out of this. Thank you. Because we My can do this all day. Yeah. Are torturous. <laughs> the world is a vast expanse of content, and me. In that pussy, baby. Hi, my name is Talia. Welcome to General Queries. I'm, I'm in hell. I'm in hell. I'm in hell. Um, no, I, I love you both very dearly. Um, I'm joined in the studio with the dulcet tones of my wonderful co-host Megan and hey. my other co-host for the moment. Uh, for the moment, Lisa. How Hello. are you? How are you both? Yeah. Now that you've stopped singing, we Rosa, will never stop singing. Rosa, Rosa. Oh, you yeah. could at least make it relevant to the beautiful rose. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I yeah, I walked into that one. I opened the door and walked rose into that one. Rose is a queer character. Yeah, exactly. a Brooklyn Nine Nine fan. Which is alive hair. and well. She oh. has, like, We're talking about the Rocky Horror like, Show. I was really expecting hair. that you'd do something Rocky Horror, and you didn't. I wanna be daddy. Hi, okay, so this is part two of the Rocky Horror Specials. Um, good Lord. Uh, we <laughs> How many times have we already recorded this intro? <laughs> good Lord. Uh, we've talked, uh, we talked in the last episode about like the Rocky Horror itself. We ran over the plot, we ran over the characters. So I think we've got a good understanding of like what the Rocky Horror is itself. Yep. Yeah? Yep. Cool. Let's talk about the sequels and the unfortunate extended Rocky Horror universe. Shall we jump into it? Yeah, so let's tell us a little bit about it. Thanks. <laughs> I love how Megan's just like, nah, I've done my bit. I'm out. No, I'm like, I'm still listening. I'm just like, there's this like a smart planter. Like I was going to check my messages. There's this smart planter that shows you emotions for your plant. Oh, good. Uh, That's what I need. And so I need it because I need to not kill my plants all the time. I kill succulents. Succulents are actually kind of easy to kill. 
It lets you know when it needs water That's or nice. when it has too much water. Aww. It's like, whoa. It's you like, I am full. Or when it has too much or too little sunlight, it'll cry. There's a vampire face on it. Okay. Yep. I'm glad that you're really You can cut attention. all of this yeah. out. Good. All Thank of this you. out. I was checking my messages to make sure my wife was okay. <laughs> and then it turned into a plant thing. That's fair. I'm back now. That's fair. It's very gay. So um, it's, it's kind of gay. on top of it. That's fair. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about the Rocky Horror extended, unfortunate extended universe, okay? Um, so after, after the excess of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, O'Brien was asked to write a – well, he wrote a sequel himself, which he pitched, called um, Rocky Horror Shows His Heels, yeah? Um, Sharman and Curry weren't interested. The guy that plays Frankenfurter um, was not interested in revisiting the idea, so O'Brien was forced to rewrite. Um, when Shock Treatment uh, came to be released in 1980, it was more of a spiritual sequel and a standalone feature than a direct sequel. Yep. Um, in fact, none of the original leads returned and the plot focuses on Brad and Janet, who are now married, as they are forced to participate in a game show that the Denton TV has forced upon the town. <laughs> it's got none of the original scenes. Like, none of the original... Like, it's got a little bit of the campiness. Not even um, the original Brad and Janet. No. Oh, for fuck's sake. Absolutely not. Um, it is... So it's not a sequel. It's just its own film. Yeah. It, it's not... Oh, no, they did make a film of it. Um, it's it's odd. They O'Brien made a film of it first, and then they revisited the idea and... Um, did he just, like, do it in his backyard? No. Yeah. O'Brien, what you doing, boo? Like, genuinely... You gotta let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> you, can, you can find the film fairly easily... Um, but also it's fairly difficult to find. I don't know. It's, an, it's another kind of thing. Like That was a paradox. Yeah. <laughs> that was a complete contradiction. Yeah. It's easy to um, find, but it's also quite difficult to find. Like, so yeah. it's medium difficulty. <laughs> medium and difficulty. Medium yeah. Moderate level. Um, it, it's better like structurally than the Rocky Horror, but it because it lacks the Rocky the, Horror element. Yeah, and it's not like Ooh, it's look dealing. Look at pulling your French out, <laughs> your matching oh. shoes. Oh, <laughs> it's like trying to wrangle children. <laughs> no, no, it's like trying to wrangle two like rogue cats. <laughs> I did call you goblins before the recording started, and yeah. I feel like yeah, that's kind of accurate. Hi, my name is Megan, and I'm your dulcet goblin today. Good lord, um, I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, I'm just here for the day. Woo! Hi, welcome. Yeah. Um, so the. <laughs> Shock treatment was also a critical and commercial failure um, because it had a limited midnight release. So what they were trying to do was they were trying to emulate, simulate, emulate um, the like the conditions that made Rocky Horror a big thing. Brian, let it go, boo. Yeah. um, Sometimes you just gotta let. Sometimes you just gotta like quit while you're ahead. But yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't deal with any of. It deals a lot more with um, like media and Big Brother type elements. Mm. Um, it's not, yeah. Um, in 2015, a stage version was made. So like the Rocky Horror was originally a stage show and then it was made into a movie. And then Shock Treatment was a movie that they then made into a stage show. Um, the reviews that I've read for the stage show are that it was it was a like it was an okay musical, but it's not relevant for the time in which it was released, and therefore it will fade into obscurity. Um, which I think is what it's already done, if I'm being yeah. honest. Um, I've literally never heard of it. Yeah, nobody's yeah. ever heard of Shock Treatment at all, unless you're like dedicated, but even the most dedicated of Rocky Horror fans are like, nah, I'm not. I am. I, ain't I don't fuck shock with Shock Treatment. Yeah, no. um, okay, so in. 
1990, O'Brien then wrote a direct sequel um, because, like, he he was told he can't do the, uh, Rocky Horror Show's so Healed again. So he was like, okay, nobody really likes shock treatment, can't do shows his heels again so he wrote one called revenge of the old queen right um i'm already hating it yeah i already do not like it wow i I mean the first one was problematic enough but now we're adding revenge into it Mm -hmm. does it does it bring frank inferta back in i'm not gonna lie i've only read the first five pages of the the screenplay oh so you've just wanted to neck yourself straight away like i read the first five pages did you read the wikipedia article Probably. I, I Like, I remember finding it. Like, what's really funny is that, like, okay, work has, like, officially work has started on pre-production. Like, from, since 1990, work has started on pre-production. But Fox has also indefinitely shelved the project. So they're not going to ever release the screenplay or the rights to it. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, um, if this ever becomes relevant again, we'll, like, release it later. But, um, you like, you can find the screenplay. Yeah. Um it's uh, you can i found a screenplay that was like you know we um you know queen of the night by richard o'brien um without uh without his permission and with sincerest apologies like that was like part of the the transcript that they yeah have they put on on the website it was ridiculous but yeah it's really easy to find bootlegs of the script like it's so easy to find and it's uh, like you can easy to find it. bootlegs of things that are shit it's also very easy to find screenplays if you know mm. what you're looking it's very easy to find screenplays and i recommend that anyone who enjoys films should start reading screenplays um because it's an interesting an interesting medium and i have a like you could get me started on screenplays and i'd be here for like three hours um but yeah like if you're if you're really feeling it what do you mean would be here for three hours? Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> I'm always just, hi, Talia has opinions. It's time to talk. Um, but yeah, like if you want to find a bootleg of Revenge of the Old Queen, it's really easy to find the script online. Um, then in 2001, O'Brien attempted a sequel for a third time, which was called Rocky Horror, The Second Coming. Uh, it was... <laughs> Is it C-U-M-M-I-N? Unfortunate. Um, that's good missed though. opportunity yeah um, censorship laws probably wouldn't let him but like also it sounds like a porno is it a porno it's the rocky horror what do you expect so it's a, a porno. soft porn uh, yeah. congrats um Ooh. this like okay the second coming was meant to be a stage show first <laughs> <laughs> really i'm trying to be <laughs> <laughs> I'm of so tired dynamic- and this is just like laying me out <laughs> yeah. of, the di- of the our dynamic duo though You are the grown up and I am the child I'm the 12 year old boy that laughs at the word penis Which is second coming But O'Brien why don't you do something different And come first for a while Skirt skirt okay so thank you thank you um so originally it was meant to be like he wrote it to be a stage show first and then it would be made into a film later if the stage show version was a success fox was like very tight about that um it was i wonder why i wonder why it was largely a rewriting of the rocky horror shows his heels just with different songs (laughs) nothing has been heard of the project (laughs) since the mid-2000s like no press no nothing you talk to richard about it and he's like what i don't know (laughs) 
does that exist? I'm un- unclear. It's like Area 51. Yeah. Um, however, there's Storm also- the- Rocky Horror Heels. Naruto ran into Fox. Rescue Frankenfurter. <laughs> Jim Curry doesn't want to go back. He really doesn't. He's like, please, Rescue let it from rest. The yeah. of, of the horror, the threat the of threat. having to do this. His, his spirit, like when he dies, his spirit will never be able to rest because they'll just constantly be trying to figure out a way to like revamp Rocky Horror. Yeah. He's going to be like, please. Please stop. Um, however, like there are so many movies uh, so many books so many comics and like board games um video I'm games sorry ba- yeah all uh-uh. based off the rocky horror ip so like you know if you don't want to watch the sequels there are other forms of content out there that you can get behind yeah board games yeah i think also rocky the vinyl- horror monopoly i think the vinyls are selling for like upwards of a hundred dollars so like if anyone's got like upwards of a hundred dollars to spare <laughs> Like you can <laughs> you can buy a you can buy an original press Rocky Horror vinyl. There you go. There you go. Okay, so let's talk about Richard O'Brien. Talia, oh, dear, who is Richard O'Brien? So Why he, is he a bad man? <laughs> so he wrote. I don't know if you know this, Megan. He wrote the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Holy <laughs> snap and duck shit! <laughs> <laughs> he the Richard O'Brien yeah, that Richard yeah, O'Brien yeah. but I thought it was like Richard O'Brien at the end of my street the guy who mows my lawn yeah. like sorry um, oh also that I, was really bad <laughs> sorry I also need to mention that um, there is um, there is another movie called uh, Rocky Horror the Rocky the Rocky Horror Picture Show Let's Do the Time Warp Again but I want to discuss this after we talk about Richard O'Brien, because okay. I feel like we need to give context to that movie before we talk about the yeah, movie. Sure. Let, let's discuss Richie. Cool. Who needs to get his head out of his butt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God. Okay. Can we send this to him? <laughs> Hello, Richard, Richard O'Brien. O'Brien. We have some opinions. Me sending the David yeah. We'll send the Richard O'Brien one to David Lynch and the David no, Lynch one no, to no. Richard O'Brien. Yeah, sure. No, I was saying like me handing my, my sexuality episode. Of, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So Richard O'Brien uh, is a New Zealand English actor, musician, and writer. He, look, present tense, but oh, past tense. Um, he is praised for the sexual ambiguity and gender fluidity that is prevalent in the Rocky Horror. Um oh. Yeah. Um, and in a lot of respects, he seems to live both of those things himself. Uh, in, an interview, in an interview with The Telegraph, um, he states, I quote, I'm kind of a third sex in a way. I'm in the middle there somewhere. There's a lot of male in me. There's no doubt about that. But there's a lot of girl in me as well. My lovely Sabrina, his wife, um, said, I think there's... Uh, um." His wife, so uh, his wife Sabrina, said, quote, um, I think there's probably either 50-50 or 60-40, 60 male, 40 female. I said 70-30 because there is a lot of male in me, but I don't know how much of that has been imposed on me. Is it nature or nurture? We'll never know. He's also, like, openly, like, he's been open about the fact that he takes daily estrogen pills, which is, like, part of like a transition thing that trans women go through. Um, and also like in that interview as well, like it, it's a big one and like a lot of people reported on it once it came out. Um, but he like does describe himself as trans. Okay. Um, however, like, 
yeah like it's an interesting sort of conversation to get into about like he's he's taking these pills he is feminizing himself but then he goes and he says a lot of transphobic stuff and says that trans yeah we'll, we'll get into that um he i mean like just because he says transphobic stuff doesn't mean he's not trans he, like himself. it could be internalized transphobia, internalized and, like, transphobia. Yeah, yeah um but which is more sad than anything Which else. Yeah, it's horrific. it's a lot. Um, so O'Brien um, says that he hasn't ever wanted to reverse his gender at the hands of a surgeon. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, quote, I don't see how that could ever work because I would never be a woman. I could only be an idea of a woman. Uh, you okay there, Richie? Yep. Uh, I don't I didn't like being male and I knew I could never be female I thought if I could you know I thought if I could just be in the center somewhere I wouldn't have to deal with the conflict anymore because it was just a it was a bit like being schizophrenic uh, oh good god oh, just chuck that in there pal we just don't have time really to unpack all of whole that hog. He says, so O'Brien says that like he'd be much more, like in the interview, he says he'd be much more comfortable having been born a woman. Um, He says, quote, if I'd woken up in the morning and suddenly discovered through some magical experience in the night that I was a woman, woman, I would have gone, that's the way it should be. Well, good news for him. He doesn't have to have that magical experience. Yeah. Um, But he's also very much like against, um, like against surgery. And he has come out and, it, it's in the notes here, actually. Mm. Um, so he d- he does believe in the idea of like gender fluidity. Um, he says uh, like it's my belief that we're all on a continuum. There is a continuum between male and female, and there are people who are hardwired male, and there are people who are hardwired female. But most of us are on the continuum. So like okay. that's kind of an okay. Like especially if he was thinking this in the seventies. Yeah, like, that's pretty radical. Yeah, like that's pretty forward thinking for, but... for the seventies. Yeah. yeah. Um, However, he's also quite like backwards in his thinking. So he has supported, like quite publicly supported Jermaine Greer in anti-trans rhetoric in 2016, stating you can't be a woman. You can be an idea of a woman though, right? So trans women aren't actually women. They're just the idea of a woman. They're just pretending to be women. Is she talking about all women when she says that? Like, is she saying like even cis women cannot be women? No, cis women are born, like born biological women. And trans women are not. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Natalie Wynn um, does a really good video on like the uh, like transphobic yeah. rhetoric of um, Jermaine Greer. Yeah. And like the, the description that she'd given of a trans woman um, when she'd met one. Um, yeah. It's absolutely foul. Um, yeah. Anyway, going back to. So Richard, Richard O'Brien. O'Brien, when he when he was confronted, um, like in in an interview about like, hey, you you supported Jermaine Greer. This is a long quote. Okay, let's strap in for this one. So, would you like to read it or would yeah, you? Yeah, okay. sure. Megan's gonna. I can read it. Just just that one down there. <sighs> do you want me to read it? Blah, do you want me to read it dramatically in Frank and Fergus? I would voice. love you to read it dramatic <clears throat> dramatically. Do you want me to read it in Frank and Fergus? Oh Fergus's yes. Voice? What I said was that, <laughs> yes, you can be happy. Maybe we shouldn't be making light of this. No, I don't want to do it. I hate it. I hate doing it. Um, uh, okay, just read so, it. <laughs> 
I kind of want to do it so that I can like soften it because I know it's going to be bad. Uh, um, no, I think we'll just, we'll uh, just go, go the full. What I said was that, yes, you can be happy. You can have a sex change. You can come as close as you can be to being what you want to be. But you haven't gone through puberty as a girl. You haven't grown up as a girl. You haven't had the menzies. You're not going to go into menopause. You can't actually be a real woman, but you can be as close to being a woman as you really want to be and have hopefully a much happier life and a contentment can come to your life. As far as I'm concerned, you'll never be a real woman. You'll always be a transgender woman, but there's nothing wrong with that. If you could wave a magic wand and change things, I wish there was one. Can I burn this? He then yeah. backpedals slightly. I wish we would see ourselves as members of a sentient race of beings and be nice to each other as we human beings as opposed to male or female. Fuck! No! I denounce. <laughs> Like as cool as I just think it would. At me. Oh, okay. As just as cool as I think it would be if we were all like non-binary and queer, and you know everyone was fluid. Like I realize that's not the world that we live in, and there are many people who don't want to live in that world, and people have their own genders that they like identify as, and it's just garbage to be like that. To like no, it's oh garbage person. Ugh. I'm a cis woman and I kind of want to vomit. Yeah. So I yeah. don't even know where to begin it's, look, with if you're a trans woman. like Look, it, hi, my name's Talia. I'm a radical little bitch. I literally have a sticker that says so. But like we can talk about the concept, like the, the Victorian Western concept of gender as being like very binary, very patriarchal, mm. blah, blah, blah. You, you're so close to being, like Richard O'Brien is so close to being almost on top of it. He's almost got an understanding. Close, He's but so far. So close. So, so far. close. Um, and can we also just talk about the fact that Richard O'Brien is a trans woman? Uh, look, yeah, look, you can't, again, like there's, again, we there's can't a, there's describe a, a sexuality, yeah, so maybe I should resent, like retract that statement. Yeah, like you but. can't, you can't force an identity onto someone, but like this man has well, this person has actively said, I am a third, like if there is a third sex, I would have, I would be part of the third sex. You know, he, he's gone on to say, you know, gender is a spectrum. He's getting so close to trans positive ideals. And then he turns around and says really transphobic stuff. And like you, you look at the Rocky Horror and you kind of see where those themes come in. You know how like all art is a reflection of the artist. You see, you can see it. Yeah. You it's really this real self hatred as yeah. well. It's this really intense self hatred, which is sad, but also Richard O'Brien, sort your shit out, my dude. Like, is he still alive? Yes, yeah. as far as I'm aware, he's still okay. alive. Um, nodding. From memory, he suffered a stroke, which means that he can't talk ever oh. again. Oh, what a shame. Or he might be able to talk again. Um, but, oh, sorry, did I say that out loud? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just. I mean, that's very, that's awful. Yeah. But also, don't say transphobic shit. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> At least you can't say transphobic shit now. Yeah. Well, you should never have been able to say it, but it's also like, you are. Like, what really gets me with the Rocky Horror. I shouldn't have said that. Can we cut that out? Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit. Uh, <laughs> what really gets me with the Rocky Horror is that this is. Like it, it, one of the reasons I decided to to start with with this um, piece of media for this kind of segment, this you know, 
idea of, of what we should be doing for a format is like the Rocky Horror is a key point in in queer history and queer media. Like it's it developed community. It's it's that you can't escape it. You can't escape the impact that the Rocky Horror had on on queer fashion. And still has. And still has. Um, but you can't. You also have to acknowledge the fact that like the the creator is openly transphobic the creator openly supports turfs yeah Yeah. um the rocky horror itself like even though back in the day it was like a great big like huge for like sexual freedom and stuff like that gender like even gender wise it was still pretty pretty good like frankenford is walking around in Eels and fishnets. It's quite radical. Yeah, Yeah, like it's quite radical for its time. But you look at it in 2019 and you just go, like, it's where the. It's very dated. Yeah, where the planet, what is it? The planet. Transylvania. Transylvania from the galaxy trans. No. Sexual. Well, from the planet Transylvania. From the. I don't know. I'm just saying transsexual. Yeah, and transsexual is like an outdated term. Like. Also, like, we could get into, like, a whole discussion of, like, Frankenfurter's sexual freedoms and politics, like... And the yeah. Sweet Transvestite song. The Sweet Transvestite song. Um, there's also, like... But let's also not forget what we learned from the Stonewall specials being that, like, that was appropriate terminology for the time. So, like, mm. for that... It was. In particular, like, I have to say, like, it's not like yeah. you're coming out now, making it now, and saying the word transvestite um so like that was the appropriate terminology for the time but we also need to recognize that it's like not appropriate now did you know about the remake so i was actually gonna jump on that because i'm let's talk about the remake the remake which i flagged with you earlier came out in 2016 right um it was like a television remake so you know how they did um they did grease the the live grease musical Yes. Yeah. Which, like, to be fair, was, <laughs> to be fair, was actually quite. But in my opinion, it was quite decent. Um, but Fox then produced uh, a Rocky Horror remake called the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Let's do the time warp again. Yeah. They I don't. I don't. I think I want to hear it. <laughs> they, oh, it's it's bad. I watched like the first like ten minutes of it. The movie itself like, no. is not good. To be fair, the movie itself is not good. Um, it kind of it tries to reference the community that the rocky horror has made but it doesn't follow through on it and it doesn't have a point to the reference okay the remake here's the cast list laverne cox is frank and oh i could get behind that until frank you watch Inferta, it the sweet transvestite oh no <laughs> yeah it clicked um adam lambert is eddie so the guy who was originally played by meatloaf and tim curry as the criminologist um, and the whole thing was directed by Kenny, I can't pronounce this last name, Ortega, Ortega, who, was, Ortega, who um, was the director of the High School Musical series. Oh, it's Ortega, I think. Ortega, okay, mm-hmm. there you go. I do love High School Musical. Oh, yeah. Um, but that does not exactly translate to... No. Um, it doesn't, no. No, we're There's, all in mm. this together does not translate well to touch me. I uh, want to feel dirty. Uh, dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Can we chill me for Philly? Creature, creature of the, the night. Um, so here are some of the my own way. Here are some of the criticisms. Bet on what? I'll bet on anything regarding how bad this movie is. Um, Honey, it's a song from High School Musical. I know. Okay, but, but yeah, yeah, 
cut that. <laughs> um, so here are the criticisms that I've heard of this movie. It lacked the accent. Yeah, try again. It lacked the excess of um, and sanitized the original and never fully developed its meta-theatrical frame. So remember when I was talking about a referenced community? It tries to do that through a framing device, which it never follows through on, and therefore it is pointless, right? Like a broken pencil. It it gets compared a lot to the tribute <laughs> episode of Glee because oh god, <laughs> uh, like among all of these reviews that I've read, everyone was like, yeah, the the, the Glee tribute episode was better. was better, objectively better. <laughs> Holy shit! Would you are, you are you are you ready? Oh god, lay it on me. Quote: The sets look a bit shabby, the costumes a bit slapdash, and the wigs. Sweet Judy Garland's ghost, <laughs> the wigs, are a fright. It seems like this remake is actually created by one of those shadow casts. However, the idea isn't fully explored and the sets and costumes exist in a weird netherworld where they're, neither, where they're not ornate enough to be as fabulous as the originals, but also not as bad enough to be campy. Well, I would say that's a fair assessment. Yeah. the Look, it's... it's I'm up. just looking at Talia with just this... <laughs> Horrified. The entire thing is in a giant high school gym. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Okay. Is so, it meant to be in a high yeah, school gym? It's meant to be in a high Can school gym. Can you take it? You can only do one thing. <laughs> Why are we in a high Why are we in a high school it's gym? It's not a crossover Jimmy what's his name? Timmy Ortega? Jim Jimmy Ortega? Jimmy? Jim, I don't, Kenny. Kenny. Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega, it is not a crossover. It's not a crossover. Why are we in a high school like were Fox trying to save money on their sets? They were trying to reference the Glee episode that was objectively <laughs> better. I don't want to do it that way. <laughs> so the I movie pain. The movie itself is bad, yeah? Yep. We now agreed on that. Let's talk about Laverne Cox's Frankenfurter. Uh, yeah, no, that was that was like when I found out about it, I was like, mm, all right, yeah. Um, okay, I do have to ask a question. Is because we don't like Laverne Cox? Because no, I, I, like love Laverne. Laverne I love Laverne Cox. Cox. Like originally okay. when she was cast, it was like, oh my God, this is iconic. This is like, literally I found um, reviews that were like, this is iconic. This is a victory in its own right, right? Yeah, having a trans woman play such an iconic character. And then you get into the fact that that character identifies as... As a transvestite. <sighs> this is a character originally played by a cis you just, man. You honestly look dead inside. No, I I just, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a really good... I died a little... Like, I when I found that out, I, I died yeah. a little bit inside. And I Wait, did they keep it. the song in its entirety? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was a huge songs, point. That was, like, a huge point. Um, like, when Cox yeah. was going on, like, the publicity run, they were like, hey, did you keep the song? Like, what happened? What What about Frankenfurter's pronouns? Um, and Laverne Cox was like, yeah, okay, we had, we had that discussion a lot. Like, it was a big discussion. Okay, so she's not cool with it, um, basically. Okay. Cool. Um, so this is an interview that she had with Playboy, uh, Playbill when the movie first came out. I thought yeah. it was Playboy. I was like, yeah, get it, guys. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so, quote, uh, we had conversations, me and Kenny, about the term transvestite because people in the LGBT community have issues with me playing this part because I'm a trans woman. It was really important to us to make sure that the film would still fit in 1975. And in 1975, the word transvestite was not used in the same way it is today. So we did not change the words. 
and I did a lot of soul searching. But the music is so iconic and you <laughs> don't change the words to iconic songs, I think. but i also want to tell people that you should not refer to a transgender person in 2016 as a transvestite and you should not refer to laverne cox as a transvestite but the character she plays in the rocky horror picture show is a transvestite in a very historically specific way so it's a technicality it's It's like you're just let's go back to 1975 which was shit for african-american people and trans people yeah and oh god it like i get i get why she did it but it made a lot of people like a lot of people who are much better spoken than i am um and like i've linked a couple of like the um the reviews and the articles um in like the research list that we will then go and publish um but like a lot they've talked about like the issues with this um and yeah there's a lot of issues with this like you even like the the campaign trail will never kind of be like it will never follow the movie around the campaign trail is very separate to the movie itself so nobody is ever going to like see the movie and then see the campaign trail and be like oh okay so transvestite is a term that we shouldn't use anymore blah 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 whereas like if you'd actually rewritten the song if you'd done something like i get it like it's iconic but also you can't, I don't know, it feels it's, wrong to remake it in 2016 and not acknowledge it in some way. Yeah. It's also easy to like use the same syllables just with a different word. Yeah. Like it is not hard. It's not that hard. It's really not. I could do it. Mm-hmm. Children do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I just like huffed and like rolled my eyes and just <laughs> looked away. <laughs> um, so... Uh, there's a really good in-depth review by uh, Venus uh, Selenite uh, for Wear Your Voice. Um, she states that even in the 70s, trans people had mixed reactions to the film's terminology about their identities, which continued the usage of outdated terms, reclamation of slurs, and the creation of new words. Um, and I really recommend people read this article. It's mm. succinct. It's wonderful, wonderfully written. Um, she looks at like all sides of the issues. She looks at O'Brien's comments. She looks at the originals. She looks at Levant Cox and what she has to say on it. Um, so like, like if you kind of want a starting point for like the beginning of this conversation, that's probably where to go. Um, yes, Laverne Cox when she like accepted the role was like she did she like openly talks about the fact that she did a lot of like she calls it soul searching she had a lot of apprehension um about it and she is very insistent about the fact that like you cannot in 2016 call a transgendered person a transgendered a trans person um a transvestite because it's antiquated it's out of date um but she also like which is like, something I just kind of want to throw in she, she also made a, a statement in saying that like she doesn't want to play roles based on her politics or based on the roles politics so she was just like this is a fun role I really want like it, it's enjoyable and I want to do it yeah um, I mean I can understand that because it is a really iconic character but like you're saying it's so easy to change the words yeah it's so easy to update it it's so like, easy like we took we look at um like heather like everyone knows i love heathers yeah like heathers um has a song in the original called blue which is about these two guys um like forcing or like trying to urge a girl into having sex with them in yeah. in a graveyard of all things um and when when the uh, rights company came to the creators and was like, hey, we want to release this to schools, two schools, can you 
um, rewrite Blue for us. They went, oh yeah, no, cool, we can do that and rewrote the song and the creators then did a lot of like tossing and turning because they actually liked the rewrite written song better mm. even though it didn't stick to the movie premise. Mm. But it's like, it's so easy to just rewrite the song. And if you can't rewrite the song, you're a bad songwriter. Yeah. Like straight if you, up, if you can't, if you can't like- recreate your creation then like in a way that either is sanitized or is either healthier or um less problematic like then you're not doing a service to the community that you're trying to represent yeah and like it's 2016 we have moved forward in a lot of respects like the rocky horror like it it continues to stick with us but like i think the remake could have had much more cultural significance if it had updated itself and had a lot more important conversations yeah but because i would enjoy i would really enjoy an updated remake of the rocky horror picture show yeah because i like i since i since i analyzed it myself on my blog i had real problems with it being like it's such an iconic movie and i do love parts of it but then there are other parts that i like dislike so much to the point where i don't know if i can watch this movie again yeah i have like a real thing against um movies that are not like really open about their consent um which is one mm. of the reasons like i really didn't like wild at heart um, quentin tarantino <coughs> yeah. yeah sorry Quint- i coughed i i just said quentin tarantino um, but yeah um it, and like the bit where frankenfurter like he has sex with brad and janet but under the pretense that like when he approaches janet he pretends to be brad and when yeah. he approaches brad he pretends to be janet but the whole movie that's is, assault that's assault that's rape yeah yeah well at the at the best it's coercion and at worst it's assault like yeah um he like the whole movie is premised around the fact that he makes a fuck doll yeah like that's the whole movie you cannot have the movie without that premise yeah and therefore the movie is garbage because you can't update it yeah And, and then and then there's also but then there's also the thing of that like I remember reading like reviews of the line where Frankenfurter like asks Janet, what did you think of him? And and she goes, I don't really, I don't really go for muscly men. And he goes, and Frankenfurter says, he's not, not for, for you. you. I didn't make him <laughs> for, for you. Yeah. Like the amount of reviews that I've read where they're like that line changed everything because for once it's not about men appealing to women and women appealing to men. It's about, a man going out of his way to make men that he enjoys um which again can be kind of seen as revolutionary but also mm-hmm, yeah um we really got to toss and turn on this like one. rocky himself doesn't speak to begin with and he doesn't speak at all he, oh no, he sings he like when yeah. when he's singing um rose taints tints my world taints my world i don't know yeah rose tints my world um yeah and he yeah so he doesn't speak throughout the movie and even after like even when he's like kind of coming on to janet you can tell it's because like frankenfurter has forced him into having sex with him so like he's only learned that the only way he can comfort somebody is through having sex with them Mm. and he's literally like four hours old yeah it's like he doesn't speak he's a baby yeah it's you could like we could get into this whole analysis and i I feel oh god it would be an interesting discussion to have um unfortunately we are out of time we are out of time uh, and we will have to wrap up megan do you have any words of wisdom that you'd like to give regarding so like traumatized (laughs) 
Uh, I guess, like, honestly, like, I am somebody who believes that you can, uh, under the right circumstances, experience media in a vacuum. Uh, it depends on who you are. So, like, for me, I am a cis white woman. Uh, I can enjoy Rocky Horror Picture Show without the bullshit that it entails if I so desire. But if you are not a cis white woman, maybe just just care for yourself. Um, I'm going to pirate it from now on. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, draw your own opinions. Decide whether or not it's safe for you to watch. Yeah. The links um, for everything uh, will be up on our, like for the bibliography, for the reference reading list, will be up on our um, Facebook page, um, which is General Queries Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we have an Instagram, which is at General Queries Podcast. Yep. Um, I thought it was just General Queries. The, yeah, I no, the Instagram you. is just general queries. Uh, sorry, guys. It's sorry. just at general queries. Yeah, one of the two. One of the two. Um, yeah, so the reading list will be up there if you're, like, interested and you want to go do some deep diving. Um, I'm also, like, we're all happy to just talk about these things because, wow, like, sometimes you yeah, just got to have good discussions on these things. Facebook yeah, message absolutely. or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, I'm really we're shit at replying, not going to lie. We're like a boy on Tinder. Um, but we will do our very best. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know anything about boys on Tinder. Um, well, you don't want to. <laughs> For everyone out there in podcast listening land, I am so grateful that you joined 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 in and listened to us. No, yeah. try that again. Thank you very much. We love you. Let me try that again. Sorry, my friend. For everyone out there in oh, podcast, sorry, can I plug my podcast before we go? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Okay, um, so my podcast is called Sexuality. It's with T E A and um. Will you be able to link it in your yeah, show notes? Yeah, yeah? We'll, yeah, we'll link that. Cool. So that's Queer as Media on Twitter and Instagram, which is where I do most of my blogging. So come follow me there. I have a blog called the. It's called queerismedia.wordpress.com and it's about the Russo test which I won't go into here but it's a thing and um, I'm on Facebook at the Russo test so come and join me and if you'd like to be on my podcast hit me up like uh, just come talk to me I'd love to have everyone and anyone on just my podcast come yeah. it'll be fun yes. turfs don't interact yeah that's fair <laughs> um, big same um, also uh, before I forget um I know that like a lot of places no let me try that again um I just hate marketing that's all um before I forget um my little media man um has told me my tall media man they're both quite tall um has told me that um it would really help us out um if you could like rate and review us um on uh like uh, like, like Apple iTunes, Podcasts, yeah, Apple yeah. Podcasts. all the mediums all where the you mediums. can rate us. Um, yeah, it like it doesn't sound like you're doing a lot, but it actually really does help us kind of figure out like what you guys want to see out of us. Um, it helps other people find us. It helps us be better all round. Um, um, even like retweeting or sharing on Instagram. Mm, yeah. Like if you like sharing a post on Instagram really helps to get the word out about mm. the podcast. So like even doing something as simple as that takes like no effort whatsoever. Fuck with the algorithm. <laughs> yeah, Stick it to the man. With the algorithm. Yeah. Um, we want more queer content out there. We love yeah. Queer. And it would, yeah, it would help everyone. Well, it would help everyone here um, 
like immensely mm-hmm. um for everyone out there in podcast listening land i am so grateful that you tuned in today to listen about the rocky horror picture show hope you are taking care of yourselves uh taking your meds eating food and drinking water wash your work uniform wash your work uniform um please take care of yourselves i hope you learned something i think we all have um we will see you next week bye time warp bye bye, bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.